are the masters of nature. <laughs> we should take the responsibility to like take care of it. Okay, it's good. You know, if you got your arrogant. own good intention, but yeah, it's a little bit arrogant. Hi. Today in this episode, we welcome Eileen Zhao, aka the passionate tree hugger. She is a year 12 student at Shanghai Pinghui School, currently studying the IB, and a longtime advocate of sustainability. As a young changemaker, we invited her to share her experience and fresh perspective on how her generation views sustainability and what a sustainable future to her looks like. Hi, Eileen. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> Um, okay, let's get started. Tell me a little bit about you. Where are you from? What's your background? Uh, sure, so um, I'm Sutian. You can also call me Eileen. And I, uh, I actually lived in Hangzhou, but I went to Shanghai like in my grade nine to study mm -hmm. here. So right. now I've, uh, like, I've lived here for like two or three years already. Right. And uh, like, I like listening to hip hop music and also reading, playing basketball, when I have leisure time, yeah, that's basically my hobbies. That's very cool. Okay, now let's um, go into the concept, like the main concept of this mm -hmm. podcast, which is sustainability. How would you define the term sustainability and what does it mean to you? Well, first of all, I think it's quite an abstract concept. <laughs> I agree. And it's hard to embody this concept in everyone's daily life. Um, that's true. Like putting it really down the earth way, the core of sustainability is that it's a way of life that you can live continuously right. without depleting the original natural stock or natural resources yeah, or something exactly, like that. Exactly. But I know it's hard though. So Definitely. like I think sustainability like sustainability is an ultimate goal, but I don't think per, like people can really arrive there, but I think at least mm -hmm. we're approaching to that, like toward that. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, it's because it's such an abstract thing that, you know, and it's people big. Yeah, shy it's a big concept. Yeah. yeah, right. So it's really, it encompasses a lot of different yeah, things. Yeah, sure. I think that's what we're also trying to do on the podcast is that we're interviewing different people and see how they actually incorporate yeah. sustainability into their everyday lives so that the listeners can also understand yeah, 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 yeah. and do the same. Yeah. What do you think is, attracts you to this topic? Attracts you to this topic? Yeah. You know, like, as a kid, I think like I always want to, I always want to took my own place in this world. Like I want to, I want to do something to contribute, contribute to, the, to, yeah, to this society, like mm. to take my own place to help people living yeah. in the world. I know it's a big dream. I mean, like as a child, everyone just dreams to be here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so when I heard that, oh, let's go and protect the environment. I said, cool. It's a cool, <laughs> like it's a cool career. Okay, I join mm. in, and then I just join in. I don't have much awareness, or I'm not mindful what I'm doing, like when I was doing that when I was young. So, but in high school, I started thinking about this cause or career is actually quite serious, and it like it, it should you actually need to think a lot before you really initiate an activity related to that topic. Because in high school, mm -hmm. I started thinking about like how to build bonds between individuals right. and between ourselves and nature. Mm -hmm. And also, like in 2021, pandemic started to that, break in havoc yes. on the global scale. Yeah, people are like people were isolated in a more Physically. extreme sense, yeah. right? Uh -huh. So like we really long for intimacy, no matter with friends mm -hmm. or with nature. Right. So at that time, I really started to put sustainability or the relation between people and nature or people and people. I think it, that's all connected, like into a quite 
pivotal um, place mm -hmm. in my own life. Right. So I started to reading books like you know, Western philosophy on naturalism. Mm -hmm. Started thinking about like what leads to the way we treat nature, like in current ways. Like there must mm -hmm. be a reason behind that. Why we treat nature in this way, not that way. So I started think, thinking about that. How do you think we treat nature? Because I think like nowadays there are basically three schools of philosophy, not philosophy, basically have three theories. Of how we treat nature. Yeah, of how we treat nature. Like, like ecocentrism, people who support ecocentrism may say that, okay, we got, we got to live in peace with it. Like, we're not the managers of nature. We're, we're just friends with them. Mm -hmm. And we should actually minimize our own impacts on nature. Uh -huh. And the other one is that, like, okay, we are the masters of nature. <laughs> we should take the responsibility to, like, take care of it. I think, okay, it's good. You know, you got your arrogant. own good intention. But, yeah, it's a little bit arrogant. And third one, you know, the third one is a little bit like Elon Musk, where everyone oh, just okay. believes that our technology can solve everything, basically. So nature is no exception. But I just find it wrong, totally wrong, totally false. Because it has been like 40 or 50, like 50 years we're doing the technology things. And mm, true. We, we indeed, like we indeed made some improvements and progress, but... We didn't solve it. Yeah, we didn't solve the root cause of it. Right. Yeah. So which one do you agree the most with? I'll stand between the ecocentric one and the, uh, what is that called? The control. Yeah, the, the control or <laughs> master, like that, that one. Mm -hmm. Like I stand in between it. Right. That, that's understandable. Yeah, because I just feel like if you want to minimize your impacts on nature, like it's idealistic, truly mm -hmm. it's a good thing, mm -hmm. but it's just not, might not be practical for yeah, our I current, agree. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because stage. we're so dominant as so, humans <laughs> yeah, and on Earth, it's impossible to completely like take away It's really impossible, it's really impossible. So. Yeah, especially when like the economy has developed at yeah. such a scale, like yeah. you just cannot, you really cannot. And there's so many people who are there's living so on this. Earth, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we need to learn how to like cohabit. Yeah, sure, cohabit. Yeah, coexist. Yeah, coexist. Yeah, I like that word. Yeah, yeah. On I like that word. Planet. Yeah, interesting. Okay, I know you have. I've heard you have participated in a lot of like sustainability events or activities related. Can you tell me about them? Sure. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, so when I entered high school, I started to, so I got in contact with green initiatives, mm. and I like I've part I participated in several activities with them. Also, like I participated in an online program called Smart Talks on Climate Change, mm. where there were professors from Yale University. Like basically, they're just talking about how scholars are mm -hmm. dealing with or looking at the climate problems, basically, and how we can improve our social system or improve our technology to to mitigate it basically to fight against climate change or let's say yeah so basically at that stage i'm just absorbing all the knowledge like a sponge another thing is like in grade 10 i started to i started my own club called mm -hmm. mindfulness and meditation club another one is about humanities but basically in these two clubs while i'm doing the activities like you know talking about philosophy practice meditation nice I started to, you know, incorporating some ideas of sustainability behind it. So that slowly I started to introduce in this topic into mm -hmm. the club scene in a natural way because I don't want to, I don't want to force it into it. Otherwise, <laughs> right, people will feel quite reluctant to that this kind of discussion. Yeah. So I just trying to step by step, slowly talking about topics related to sustainability and environmental protection as well. 
Mm. For example, like in meditation, mindfulness club, I try to bring my club members to do to like to meditate in the outside, like outdoor environment where mm. we can really directly interact with the nature, with the grassland, with like mm. breathing, breathing the air, so that we can just experience our roles in nature in a more direct and intimate ways. Right, that's that's very interesting. Okay. Meditation and sustainability. <laughs> yeah, meditation and sustainability. I think that's a quite cool 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 connection, cool link. Yeah, I think for example I think meditation is very good practice to make yourself sustainable. Like Yeah, to make yes, yes. You exactly, know? exactly. Yeah, like emotionally and spiritually. Exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. I think so that's very cool. Okay. What have you done yourself to promote environmental awareness, sustainability? I know that in your the club you yeah. made, you have done some activities. Done some activities. So like in humanities club, like I will organize some not meetings but like discussions where we just revolve our all of our discussions around the topic related to sustainability. One of my friends study Marxism actually. Oh okay. And so he actually has no interest in environmental protection. And he, th he thinks just, come on, like we need labor, we need to produce. Environmental protection <laughs> I, then is just, you know, ah, I understand no, that mindset. Not my business. <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> and I say, hey, guy, probably you can like read more on Marxist ecology. Mm -hmm. I started reading it. Oh, now I kind of like get a sense mm -hmm. about how environmental protection works, where, mm -hmm. what, what is it basically. And he shared his thoughts on uh, Humanities Club. I think it's good. I, like, at least right. he's willing to, like, he is willing to start learning, getting, about, yeah, learning it. about it and getting information about it. Yeah, so I, think I think that's a question. It's possible to learn about sustainability from all kinds of different Yeah, all kinds. Of, like, I think ways, everyone yeah. has their own different learning methods. Mm -hmm. So, when they're trying to incorporate their uh, textual, theoretical knowledge into such a like environment, like sustainability topic, I think this topic is actually quite complex, and it is actually quite how to say like pr practical or pr pragmatic. Like mm -hmm. it is related to behaviors, actions, mm -hmm. rather than only theory. Uh -huh. So when they're trying to incorporate and trying to dissolve the gap between the theories and their own life, and I think sustainability is a good, quite good bridge for them to do that. Mm -hmm. Why do you think it's important that we educate people about sustainability? Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, sure. Because I think this idea is quite connected to like durability. Right. For example, uh -huh. um, actually the goods and commodities we made back in 1960s or 70s, mm. those goods are durable. Like the, the quality of the paper is good and can last long. For example, oh, really? like more durable than now. Yeah, more durable than now. Actually, like I just bought several vin like CDs, vintage CDs uh -huh. from back to 1960s, mm -hmm. and the paper they used to wrap up that CD is mm -hmm. still like it is it still kept well. So I think, Whoa. man, goods from that time are really durable. But nowadays, I think like commodities are being replaced at a faster rate. That's true. That's and that pushes you to consume more, mm -hmm. to work mm -hmm. like work more because you gotta buy more things. <laughs> you gotta need more things. You consume uh, more things in your own so life. So they're making like commodities less durable, so that you can buy. That you, yeah, that that they push you and like they they force you to into into the loop of buying things. So when 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 we really take time to think about. If we really need that many goods, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If we really need that many commodities, mm -hmm. if our goods can be more durable in a way that probably you can recycle and reuse it. 
so that right. you don't need to consume so exactly. many things. You don't yeah. need to you don't need to take away from nature. Uh-huh. Then I think at this time you're starting to living independently, and mm-hmm. also in a more in a freer way. I mean, because yeah. you are not no longer entangled in that consumerism thing. So. Yeah, I do see like younger generations consuming more. Uh, having they're more objects, materialistic, materialistic than before. Definitely, so. yeah, it's just so big question. And also, yeah, I also do think it's like the industries, like Taobao, for example, yeah, it gives us much greater ease to buy things. Yes, yes, than yes. before when we have to go to yeah, actual sure. brick yes, and yes. mortars. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. stores. So interesting. Um, yeah, so so following along that line, what do you think, for example, people of younger generations like us, what, how we can do to make our lives more sustainable? I think one one way that is actually quite easy to to start with is that just do not throw away the old things. Like mm. when when this thing started to work now, that doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna abandon it and buy a new one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you know, I really understand because people gotta a lot of buy a lot of things that they don't actually need. I know that, but yes. I also understand that yes. they actually obtain a lot of pleasure from right, the action exactly. of buying that or clicking like, on that button. Yeah, like the ownership of like yeah, the ownership of properties. I understand that. Mm-hmm. So I know it's actually quite hard to change it, but. I mean, I know recently, like the the trend of like minimalism. Oh, minimalism, is, is yeah, becoming sure, sure, more sure. prominent. It's like throwing away all the stuff you have and only keeping a few things. Yeah, okay. only keeping a few That's things. Sort of like one way to be more sustainable. Definitely, definitely, that is you know, definitely. I think one important thing is that young people need to open themselves to embrace more different. Perspectives mm-hmm. or different knowledge mm-hmm. regarding the topic of sustainability, because mm-hmm. actually a lot of people don't like they're not willing to change their actions because they're not they're not even willing to learning about it. Yeah, they not, just refuse. They're not aware that sustainability can be a practical, yeah, can be practical thing, and they can actually work towards it, like in yeah, their yeah, daily yeah, life. Indeed, right, indeed. Like a lot of my friends have such views because whenever I talk to them, they just think that I know it's important, but I just don't want to. Yeah, like don't bother me with yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. I just I want to enjoy my life. They're, ju- they're just not interested in it. They're not know? interested exactly. at all. And they also think about, hey, like I don't need to pay for that. Cause probably it's a thing after hundred years, and at that time, right, I'll like, exactly. die. That's man. also a very prominent mindset. It's like it's not gonna affect mine nowadays. Yeah, it's not life, my business. So, yeah, so let's leave it to the uh, future generation. So man, <laughs> I. Okay, um, how do you think like a city? Like yes. Shanghai uh-huh. as a city, as a big city, as a really like metropolitan, one of the biggest city in the world. Sure. How can it become more sustainable? Mm-hmm. I think policies are indeed important. Like governments, okay. if you wanna, if you wanna improve the overall level of sustainability, sustainability in, in, a a city, in a city, in a big city, uh-huh. policies, gover- governments definitely policy. play a very important role in that. What uh, specific, like, if you were the government? But, what type of yeah, policy? Yeah. What type of things would you do to this city, Shanghai? Present. I think like education. 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 Right? Uh-huh. Like definitely, because legislation. Uh-huh. I think sure, it's effective. Mm-hmm. Definitely, it is. But probably people are just not willing to do that. Like people are. Pe- whenever people do that, like, for example, whenever my friends classify the trash mm-hmm. in the dining hall at school. 
they just say, oh, come on, go on, we just throw it yeah, in all. Yeah, I see that too. Like, you know, I, I know my right? grandparents who are just like, oh, I don't want to class. So that's this. it. There's that's no it. point, you know. Legislation is just not thoroughly effective, I'll say. Yeah, it is exactly. not thoroughly effective. You need to educate yeah, people and then set the legislation. Yes, yeah. Like, educate them on how to, why, for example, separating trash is important. Yes, right? yes. So I think, like, these two need to, uh -huh. need to, need to go hand in hand. In mm -hmm. order to make, in order to make this yeah, policy really, really effective. You talked about how like uh, legislations and yeah. politics and economics, right? And I think a lot of people in the society they have the con this concept that you know only the people, only the politicians, only the the people with power can control really oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. change climate change. They can really promote sustainability, and the people like us, like normal people. Uh, we won't be able to make any change, yeah. you know, any big change. Even if we change our daily process, routine, it won't make a big difference. Do you agree with that mindset or what, what do you agree No, I kind of like understand their, their, their points. Yeah. I understand. So I think it's a thing that people need to sit down and, and talk and share equally. Mm. Where, where, where? So that's why we education. need such climate summit, climate yeah. conference. That's why we need education. Yeah. Yeah. To raise awareness to raise about awareness. the yeah. And also, like when their awareness being raised, mm -hmm. they can monitor the behaviors of politicians and the, the decisions right. they take. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that like definitely helps. protests and things. Yes, that definitely helps. Okay. What are what are do you think like specific actions? Mm -hmm. In my daily life, for example, I can do to be more sustainable. Like small yeah, sure. things. Like small but things, yeah, really small things. Like bring your own bags when you go to shop. When mm, you go shopping, mm -hmm. bring your own bottles when you go to cafeteria. Mm. Like all of those small things actually make quite a big change I, if I you agree, keep doing I agree. that. I yeah, think yeah. So. Like when I see, for example, my friend bringing a bottle instead of uh, using like. The, the plastic one, yeah, yeah. Like, I would want to do it myself. And I think it, it impacts other people individually as well. Yes, yes. Okay. And finally, in one word, can you describe to me what a sustainable future would look like? And then we're in one word. Mm -hmm. One word. Sustainable future. Carefree, but in a positive way. Like, carefree, carefree. Not, not careless, but, uh -huh. but carefree when people, when people uh, live their lives in a relaxed way, not in a sense that they just ignore all the problems, mm -hmm. but in a sense that, hey, we know that there are problems, but we're trying to solve it, so take it easy. Like, I think that is a that is quite okay. peaceful mindset, you know. Nice. Okay. Thank you, Eileen, for talking to me. It was great.